Sweet. Let's record. Welcome to the Wrestle Down. Uh, yeah, every week we talk about wrestling. We talk about what's been up, what we've been watching. My name is Jared Palapal. Uh, with me is my co-host, as always, Mars. How you doing, dude? Good. What's shaking, buddy? Not much. Wrestle Kingdom week has come and gone, and it has been a heck of a week. Um, yeah. Were yeah. you able to watch anything other than the two uh, night extravaganza? I so I set aside some time to watch last or early this year's. I don't know if it was late 2019 or uh, or late 2020. Um, or I don't I don't know what it was. I think it was the last year though. Yeah. Uh, the 2000 uh, the the uh, 13 karat uh, XWX tournament. I think it is. Uh, okay. League. Yeah. Uh, but it, the ceremony was so long that like. Uh, 60 or 70 minutes later, I hadn't watched any wrestling. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, like, everybody's intro was enormous. Like, this guy this guy powered up from a terrible injury and got better and went and got some groceries and <laughs> rode his bike to the mall. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then they come out and they cheer and do their taunt. And then go stand on the other side of the ring and they do somebody else. Right, one of those ceremonies. This guy with his makeup. (laughs) (laughs) He's like the boogeyman. But, I mean, I'm excited for that tournament because I don't know a single... Except I've heard of Emil Stokowski, I think is his name. But that's probably just from Top 500s or whatever. But, uh, um, you know, I don't know anybody in that tournament. That always gets me really excited. Where are you watching it on? It's on the E. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Probably check I think, out. I think all of Walter's, or, or uh, it's, uh, I can't remember the guy's name. He did some stuff with Chikara too. Uh, Absolute Andy or something like that. Like, I okay. think all of those guys is, you know, East German pro wrestling shows, or a lot of them are on the E now. Nice. Yeah. So, I knew they uploaded some. I didn't know how much, though. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I was excited to watch that. I just need, I, I honestly, I needed an in between, and NXT wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a matter yeah. of, like, I didn't want to go all the way to like WWF, mm. but I needed to like not have like uh, like wrestling. I have to keep my eye on the whole time and remember twenty years of subtle storytelling <laughs> right. and stuff like that. So <laughs> yeah, makes sense. In retrospect, if I I, I would, should have just jumped ahead to New Year's Dash because that's exactly what that did for me, but. I did not watch New Year's Dash uh, yet. I might not even. I don't know. It didn't seem like anything major happened. No, nah, I mean, it, it wouldn't ruin your day. I, I started it, so I'll finish it. But um, yeah. I will say there was a cool, in the, in the match I thought the least of, uh, the Empire made a pretty cool statement. So I saw that. They beat up uh, they, Tenzan and sent him to the hospital. Yeah, yeah and uh, uh, Kojima was, like, really selling it hard. It was very, very awesome. And, well, I mean... Sweet. He made it seem real, I guess. Sweet. Yeah, I was wondering what was next with them. Uh, I watched watched two Choco Pro uh, shows. Um, one with my girlfriend last night. Uh, I was I told her about it. She was like, oh, that sounds really fun. And I, we watched it. And uh, they were all as fun as always. And uh, she described it as what she imagines uh, wrestling would be like on our Animal Crossing island. And I thought yeah. that was a very solid, it's just very cutesy and fun and uh, easy to get into. We had fun watching it. Did uh, you but, see the one with uh, Fujiwara in it there? Uh, um, what's his name? The Big, uh, Big Japan um, 
Yes. The hardcore champion. Yes, yeah. I did watch that. That was that was a lot of fun watching him do his thing in the context of like um this fucking doctor's office or whatever it is, classroom. Um not much hardcore going on with him, but he did put a bunch of stools around Amy Sakura to try to get her to stay down. <laughs> uh, just like placing them That's around. Amazing. Yeah. It was very uh it was fun watching him like get up close to the camera and see how much scarring he has up uh, on his head, but then also uh watch him just be game for this silly thing where they keep, you know, hitting each other with paper and acting like it was a steel chair and shit. <laughs> nice. I've I've only I've only seen a little bit of it, but every time I see Britt Baker set, yeah, I expect a chunk pro match to break out <laughs> in the middle of it. It's very much the same thing. I wish that I wish that it would happen. Maybe on Wednesday when she has a that segment on there. Uh, I also managed to squeeze in uh, TJPW's uh, show that also was on January 4th. Uh, that was a lot of fun. It was a very good event. They like put on this event that's destined to get overshadowed right. by Wrestle Kingdom every year, but it, you know, it's good. Uh, highlights had a, uh, they had a, um, let me read this red and white rope rename in the capsule match with Shoko Nakajima versus Hyper Misao. Uh, the, the stakes of the match was that the loser would have to keep a name chosen by the winner for a month. Uh, <laughs> um, they did. Uh, it's a rematch from uh, the previous year. And I don't remember what the name was. It, it was in Japanese. So I don't remember, uh, yeah. but it was like, she like changed her name to like nobody Nakajima or something like that uh, <laughs> this month or whatever. Uh, but nice. the premise of the match was like, Okay. It was like a strap match because they were tied to each other with a rope. But along the top rope of the ring, there were like little gotcha capsules from like, you know, a, a yeah, yeah. toy machine or a, a mm -hmm. vending machine with toys. And in those capsules, there was a white or there was a piece of paper. And 10 of them were gold. Most of them were white. And they had to get the winner would get two gold papers in order to win the match. So it was just a rope batch, but then they would like be rushing around the ring trying to open up these things and give them to the referee. Just like a, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a good match in the classical sense, but it, sure. but it was a silly little bullshit thing. Uh, but on the other end of the spectrum, they had Miyu Yamashita versus Maki Ito, who it was like a grudge match, kind of Ito trying to prove that she can hang with this like badass kicker, uh, karate master uh, in Miyu. And it was better than most of the matches on Wrestle Kingdom, I would say. Um, a very like hard hitting match. It there was a worrisome uh, spot with a headbutt that I could hear through my TV. Oh yeah, it, it it's crazy because Makito's uh, offense is oftentimes based on headbutts, but this was going from the other direction where she took it, and it was just like they 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 had English commentary on the show, and one of them was like, oh. It just echoed through Korakuen Hall. And I was like, ah, god damn. Mm. Nice. Solid match, though. And the uh, main event was a princess, uh, the, their main title, the Princess of Princess title match uh, between Yuga Sakazaki and Rika Tatsumi. Uh, just a vicious, <coughs> stiff match that I really liked. Um, really enjoyed as well. They just threw it. I've never heard a hip attack that like sounded like a super kick before. Uh, like That was... Very novel, a vicious match in some points. Um, I miss I miss Yuka in, <coughs> in AEW, but I think I hope that uh, um, well, I'll say that Rika Tatsumi won the title off of her finally, and I hope that this like 
maybe when things are closer to normal, she can be one of the like TJPW wrestlers who winds up in AEW <laughs> nice. in the States. Whoops. If I'm not mistaken, last year, All Japan ran Kurrigan on the fourth. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, TJPW does the show like early in the day. So it would not surprise me if like later in the day, like I think this year, Noah came in after them. Probably. Because the show was started at like 9.30 p.m. our time, which would be like 9 or 10 in the morning for them. Right. So, yeah. And Dragon Gate was running in that whole week. So uh, <coughs> something went down the wrong way. But uh, I was listening to the New Japan Perugia cast or whatever it's called in, in 2021. Um, Super J cast. Okay, and yeah. uh, I guess that Damon went to like a lot of shows in the area in those couple days. So it seems like I know there was a Noah show and like I said, all Japan. And uh, I don't know if Dragon Gate just ran in that proximity or they were in Tokyo at that time. But um, yeah, it seemed very WrestleMania ish, which I, I think is a is a great idea. Like it makes it definitely even more appealing to, you know, like, yeah, I would out there if I were in like Tokyo for the, uh, the, for Wrestle Kingdom, I would absolutely, I might even like do one night of Wrestle Kingdom and like do another, you know, night of, you know, one of the other shows. Like that would be sure. fantastic, you know? You know, what's funny about that. And I thought about that very thing you said, and not that there was anything the matter with the show I would have picked, mm -hmm. but the show that I thought was more of the, uh, uh, I guess the dog, if you will, like, turned out to maybe be the better show like yeah all things considered so i'm excited to talk about those when they're, all right should we get into it sure man yeah. sure if, if, oh, yeah. if, uh, uh a little background um okay. wrestle kingdom uh i for new japan since about 1990 something when uh guys started coming from wcw uh has been the only wrestling federation i've watched consistently since like 93 or 94 and even that, like, uh, it was Ring of Honor, like early 2005 Ring of Honor that got me back into wrestling solid, mm. but um, followed by like Chikara and PWG and all those, you know, fledgling super indies. But I would still, from RF Video, get the G1 comps every single year, even when I wasn't like following any other kind of wrestling or whatever else. And, and yeah. maybe I'd buy like a Samurai TV comp uh, if I, you know, knew I had. Uh, some time off coming or a trip. Uh, that was a big thing when I would go on vacation uh, with my uh, elderly uh, grandparents that I mm -hmm. lived with or my, um, my beach love and special lady friend at that time, I would make sure that I uh, bought, so get some pro wrestling VHSs that I could sit and watch in the cabin while they were all out nice. doing beach things. Uh, so I didn't lose my cool kid to Peshmo goth card, but um, like, uh, so I love new Japan. Yeah. The one thing I've noticed, and I don't know how to fix this, and I'm interested to talk to you about it, okay. is I feel like New Japan has been so good consistently that there are matches on this that I probably would have said five stars, like yeah. without a doubt. And I'm a little like, like I feel like they've spoiled me, you know, consistently. I think that's true of like, I mean, New Japan specifically, yeah. definitely. But I also think that's kind of true of like just wrestling in 2020 or let's not say 2020 specifically but like the right. modern era you know sure um the, you know the, like uh, rainmaker era if you will yeah yeah even like even just like some like nxt tv matches that like will happen and they'll fly under the radar and nobody talks about them anymore or like right. if you'd show me that exact 
match in 1990, I would have been like, or 95 right. or whatever, I'd be like five stars easily. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Uh, right. But now it's just like the bar is, is, I don't know if it's higher, but it's like different in a way. Right. I mean, I think Walter and Dragunov broke wrestling a little bit so mm. for me. So I, I think that it like, we're, <laughs> now things are starting to level off a little bit, but like I'm, I'm, I, was thinking today about two matches, the uh, last two matches on night one and thinking like, what would my like 2018 self thought of, of those matches? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. because like, not that, I mean, uh, spoiler, I, I graded them and liked them quite a bit, but you know, like uh, only two matches for me hit five stars on this uh, weekend. So you're over, the pat- over the two shows, two, two yep. five stars. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, 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 we'll talk about that in a second, but night one, brought up something I like and mm. people get irritated about. And that's the apparently now named uh, after, uh, I don't know, a bad Japanese pronunciation of something or whatever <laughs> else, the new Japan Rambo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. They, uh, they had, I'm not even going to count a lot. 21. Basically, 21, 21 wrestlers coming in and the top four go on to night two to face off for, the King of DDT trophy, which is not even a title. It is just yeah. a trophy. <laughs> right. Um, maybe better than a jacket, though. I'm not, I'm not yeah, sure. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Didn't even um, seem like the jacket fit the winner this year for the Super J Cup, so... <laughs> no. I, I think that um, this was fun. It was fine. Yep. Uh, there's more flavor in this than almost any other kind of this sort of, you know, whether it be the Russian roulette one that they do in AEW or mm-hmm. the, um, you know, the Royal Rumble proper, which is knocking on our door now, mm-hmm. because like, just, I, I think that uh, as uh, Carl Anderson and uh, Festus there, whatever his, whatever his name is now, uh, would always say of the good brothers that a battle royal is a bunch of good brothers uh, laying forearms into people's backs generally. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'd much rather watch Ishii and um suzuki lay some leather and you know that's just more entertaining yeah for me, you know and, and it told some good stories with the young lions and i really enjoyed it i think we don't always do this and we don't always have to do this but i think new japan is a less subjective form of wrestling for people that like it you know what i mean like mm. i think that there's a criteria so i think if you want to do star ratings uh, we could throw out some style ratings if we have them or whatever else. But, yeah, um, I, you know, this was I gave this two and a half stars, which for me is average. Um, I don't I don't have the weird ratings system that my dear uh, love of my life, Michael Koopman has, which is weird <laughs> that that even though it's five stars, like like three stars is like in the middle or whatever else. Like it blows my mind. Like I feel right. like I'm in trigonometry class when he's trying <laughs> to explain it to me. But uh, I you know, I like this. I had a good time with it, but there was nothing. Um, I think it could have been better if they hadn't decided, like, I don't know, like why, what's it hurt Ishii and Suzuki to win and be, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't really understand why. Yeah. The final like, four being uh lot Fale, Chase Owens, uh, Yano and Bushi. Bushi is the weirdest one right. um, out of the bunch. Like, yeah, I wish there was, like someone who, you know, kind of shines a little bit more in the G1 or whatever, just as like a, hey, good job kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I agree. Like, and I I would, again, I would just rather see that. I don't mind Chase Owens and, uh, you know, Bad Luck Fale is Bad Luck Fale, but 
I do think that this was my favorite Yano match of all time because uh, <laughs> he didn't even take his robe off, so I was very happy about that. Yeah, uh, I thought you would like that. <laughs> I gave it two stars. What it, you, did you like it? Or? I, I, was, I thought I was fine with it. Honestly, I was like, I just got up and like started watching it, so I was still like both waking up and kind of brewing myself some coffee during a mm-hmm. good chunk of it. Uh, but what I could see was pretty good. Like it wasn't. It's hard to take it seriously as anything but a pre-show thing. Because yeah. it's just you're like you said, it's mostly just guys laying forearms on each other. There were some neat spots there. Um, who was it? I, it was good to see Tiger Mask again. I was glad to see him. Like I had no idea that he was right. like uh, sick, or I just thought he was you know not on the schedule. Um, I think it hurts it to have like the last four guys just be the winners. Um, mm. They kind of just like, especially when two of the guys were out of the ring, so it was kind of just like the referee counting and being like, match is over. And right. you know, let's go to the like commercials before the actual show starts. Um, mm-hmm. But like, as like a like nice little intro thing where like you get some cute, um, you know, uh, some like uh, um, cameos basically from like uh, just a little taste of twenty one wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Pretty good, yeah. I would give it like two and a half stars easily. Yeah, I can't remember the last time, and I could be wrong about this. That Ishii was a back-to-back Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean, he was on this, but I, I feel like he keeps ending up in these sort of shenanigan things. Huh? Yeah, he usually winds up in a Rambo instead of... If he's got yeah. not, if he's not got the Never title on him right. on January 3rd, you're probably not going to see him in a big match on January 4th. It's yeah, I think maybe last year he... One of the recent years, he was in, like, some weird arbitrary... Eight man that yeah. seemed like a road two match, but yeah, what else? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I don't remember. So, second, uh, was the Jacuzzi, uh, the junior yep. heavyweight title match yeah, featuring El Fantasmo versus Hiromu Takashi. Yep, yep, um, and it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. It's fine. I really. I thought it was good for what it could be, but I also think that Phantasmo and Hiromu don't really mesh very well at all. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, because Hiromu is a guy who probably thrives on like smooth transitions and these like high speed kind of uh, high impact matches, and mm-hmm. El Phantasmo is a guy who thrives on stopping a match every couple minutes to do some like heel shenanigans or taunts or walk the ropes for twenty five minutes while right. the, his opponent has to like be like, ah, I can't get my hand out. Right. Your hand, you know, and I, I think Phantasma would be, he'd probably be a star in like WWE or something like that. But oh, yeah. Working with like New Japan style, it doesn't always work great. Uh, this would have been like a three for me because I did enjoy it down the stretch, but not uh, always from the beginning to the end. They had plenty of time, but I wonder if it would have been any different further up the show. That mm. was my only thinking, you know, like it, it was a weird one to like, I mean, to quote unquote open with. With like right. the main show, yeah. I mean, who wants to follow Hiromu? Like, yeah, yeah. So uh, I gave it. Why don't I just look? <laughs> Getting what? Why well, I have this thing here? I gave it, um, I believe, four and a half stars because I really, I did. There was things about this that I really, really liked. Um, That's like two NXT War Games. 
what the heck? Okay, here we go. Um, yeah, there was stuff that I really, really... Oh, Purple Sight 2-2. Two, two. Uh, I don't know what happened. Maybe I don't have it. Yeah, but I, I know I have it. I gave it um, weird business. So here it is. Yeah, so I gave it... I did give it... Uh, no, I gave it four and one-fourth. Because okay. I think that um, it did tell a good story and the commentators tried to, you know, make it make logic of it in the sense of why would El Fantasmo just be throwing his shot away to hurt her own Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it did have that kind of neat uh, caveat of, uh, you know, if I don't win, I can hurt you, you know, yeah. but he just seems too greedy to even, <laughs> to even keep that in mind. Um, I did like, there was a couple of long stretches where they made it seem like, uh, Phantasma wasn't in Hiromo's like class, you know. What I mean, like he was just mm -hmm. reversing things and stuff like that. And uh, I like that they consistently, because they used to do this with Abushi for better or worse. Um, the kind of way to beat Hiromo is to dirty him up, yeah, a little bit and like brawl with him and stuff like that, you know. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I I did enjoy that, but I I thought that it, you know it was great, but I thought it was Hiromo's showcase, you know, like both selling. And, uh, you know, in his victory. So definitely I did like that set up um, some of the work for the next night with him, his hand being hurt a lot. So that was correct. Cool. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the next match we had was the IWGP tag team title match between dangerous techers, uh, Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr. Versus gorillas of destiny, uh, Tama Tonga and Tonga Loa. Uh, weird one. Cause it's kind of heel versus heel, but I liked it a lot. How are you? Yeah. I liked it too. Uh, Dangerous Tekkas might be the weirdest babyface team of all of yeah. all time. Like, uh, not just neither of them are built to be that. No, to be that way. What yeah. a weird match it was. Because <laughs> like, just because like Zack Saber Junior was taking a lot of the damage, and Taichi was like the hot tag guy, and he came in and like, right. you know, he he, he fucking uh, dominated whenever he was around. It was very weird to see yeah. him as a strong man. The commentators are doing something very funny with them now, and they did it even more in Dangerous uh, in a New Year's Dash, where in a much more funny way than they do it when the monitors go out, supposedly in, in Yano matches. Yeah, they rename all of uh, Tai Chi's cheating moves. <laughs> so at the uh, in this a couple times, and in tomorrow, uh, Tai Chi hit the uh, the Greco Roman throat lock. <laughs> uh, what he was like, just just yeah. choking him out and stuff like that. And um, I especially like Zack Saber being like, "It's the Tokyo Dome," yeah. uh, and letting himself get power bombed and stuff like that. Like, I really liked it. I did not know how these guys were going to blend at all. Yeah. Um, and it's probably a testament to Techers, but um, you know, uh, sometimes I feel like uh, the Tongans if they budged a little bit on not just doing their match, uh, mm -hmm. that hybrid WWF style that they'd have more better matches. But, um, I don't know. Like the, the, uh, Zach is somebody who makes you do his match too. And, and, uh, True. you know, Tai Chi is just turned into like, you know, a, a, a you know, a, a bigger to Jerry almost and just kicking the shit out of everybody the whole time. So, you know, I, I, I was surprised at how well. personally I gave this one, uh, three and a fourth is way above uh, three and three fourths is way above average uh, I just don't uh, it's hard for me to have the gorilla's destiny get any heat 
in the same way, it's hard for me to get any of the top tier bullet club guys because the formula is so set in stone with the outside interference and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. I went four, but I could go down to three and yeah, I guess three and three quarters is about the same for me. Like I, that's about where I'd be at. Yeah. Cause like I I like the match as it was, but I wasn't invested in it. I know the commentary tried to like, you know, be like, oh, Grizzle Desky never won the World Tag League. They've never I think they'd never won the title in the Tokyo Dome or something like that. Like mm-hmm. they tried to create some personal stakes for them and some personal goals, but I was like, I don't really care about them. Because they're the right. tag team that I've been watching in New Japan for like years now, and everyone else, every other tag team is coming, coming gone. Right, and and why is Tamatango all shaved? Like I, I don't <laughs> understand. Like it just it, it, <laughs> it looks, looks like a, it looks a, like his head is doing a different gimmick than his body. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, the the gear was pretty bad. Um, right. They also, yeah, he looks like a young. He looks like the Rock in WWF No Mercy. Uh, is what right. he looks like on the N64 where they didn't have the faces down fully yet. Um, mm. Yeah, right. it's a good look, but it also is weird compared to his, like, you know, character. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, like, uh, I don't, I'm, I'm expecting to see him, like, pop up in, like, like, uh, you know, a direct-to-video or, I guess, direct-to-streaming now, like, uh, a <laughs> Japanese lens action movie or something like that. Because <laughs> like he kind of has that, like, you know, uh, Escobar, like Alberto Del Rio look now, now you know what I mean? Like I can see kinda, it, yeah. The movie star good looks sort of thing, but it just doesn't kind of go to the gangster, like Samoan, mm-hmm. you know. Right. I, I, he probably thinks, and he's not entirely wrong, that Roman Reigns is doing his uh, Island Boy chieftain gimmick now, so right. he might want to change it up, but, you know, it is weird, but... Um, I really liked the way that z- these guys had no answer for Zack Sabre except punching him in the face. Like everything they tried to do, he like grabbed a hold of them and changed it. Like so, I, I really appreciated that. There, they're yeah. very good at either either the crew or by edict, are very good at protecting Zack Sabre. Yeah, you know. So uh, I, I like, but I was surprised at how much I liked it because, like we said, you know, I. I I, I, they've it, it's not anything that they've done writing wise it's more of a matter of they're just not that they're, i'm just not interested in them they're, they're like a band that i i think is fine yeah you know i don't dislike them i don't like i just think it's not it's not for me you know right i agree same way yeah they ultimately have to win with uh cheating using the iron claw which is it's funny that, he, that Tai Chi brings out the Iron Claw for like every match, but it's only come up like two or three times, and this one time it came out against him. Um, right. Interesting. Interesting. He used stuff. it a lot in the. Um, he used it some in the G One, but he used it. Um, uh, you know, I, he, since he had that shot at Okada, mm. I don't think he's used it very much at all. No. Yeah. Even then, like when he would use it, he would like miss, and then he would lose a match because you know the other he right. left him open. Uh, do you want to intro the next match? Um, so, speaking of things that I am not very interested in, <laughs> uh, one of my favorites of all time, uh, Stacia Kojima. I love him. I've always yeah. loved him. Uh, versus somebody who I used to love, versus somebody who I used to buy uh, uh, a great deal of tapes of in my Noah days. Uh, he was one of the people who, like him and Prince Devat, is were part of my DVD uh, transition. They were they were right at that time where I was getting DVDs instead of VHS tapes. 
Good old lazy Kenta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once again, defending his contract to win, uh, to uh, fight the U.S. title. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was fine. Yeah. Um, uh, Kojima, it, they, again, the commentators did a great job of telling a story of maybe this is Kojima's last chance. And, um, it was super fun and I don't know what I stepped on um, but uh, like it, I, I don't know I, I did like it and I it's just weird that not that he wouldn't be more of the same but like if Kente had come back and was in the junior division like mm-hmm. uh, I, I think a lot of this would make more sense than him just beating the shit out of people that are bigger than him all the yeah. time you know, yeah like, at this point like in the past like in his prime it was like oh yeah this guy would really mess you up if he hit you hard right. uh but now it's kind of like this is probably the best kenta's looked in a while uh and it's partially because <laughs> kojima's just older so it's like they're both probably leveled out between like how age is you know right. made it so they just have to work smarter rather than harder um mm-hmm. yeah i i enjoyed yeah. it for what it was but also i bet like it's kind of hard not to wish that juice robinson was around because i bet that would have been a little bit more lively yeah, I didn't love their um, their G one match. Uh, I didn't yeah. dislike it, but I, I was again like he's another one like uh, Juice sucks me in and will almost like fuck it up. His, yeah, like uh, Juice for me is like Adam Sandler movies. Like I really <laughs> like Billy Madison. Yeah, but like he's been tricking me into watching those because of how much I like Billy Madison for like 25 years now, you know, like, I'm just like, Oh yeah. Juice Robinson. I'm like, Oh man, like he's not getting the punch. He's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's just very formulaic, but he is a very good baby face in peril for a big guy. And mm. um, I don't know. I think that I'm like, just so anti hippie. I think it's my problem. <laughs> I, I like just can't can't really get behind him, but um, you know, I I think that everything I had in this match, I gave it two and a half. Uh, it's it's uh, Kojima. I just love him, and I, I don't think he looks he looks old. Yeah, but I think in a in a vacuum of just watching him wrestle, I don't think like uh, same as Yuji Nagata. I don't feel like they've lost a lot in what they do. It's not like Tenzin that looks like he's you know blocking his. <laughs> walking in on stilts right know? yeah um, i went three on this one too i just it didn't blow me away but i thought it was solid uh just the you know mid definitely a, a perfect like mid show hard-hitting match that didn't really you know didn't add too much value but didn't take away anything uh to the overall show so um i think that uh that uh, you just described the next match that you're going to intro. <laughs> yeah, I felt this. I felt roughly the same. I meant to rewatch this next match: yeah. uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Great Okan uh, for no stakes, just personal grudges. Um, I meant to rewatch this uh, before we recorded, but just didn't have the time. Uh, just it didn't leave much of an impression, but it didn't uh, it didn't offend me in any way. I thought Okan looked better yeah. than he has in a bit. Yeah, he's been looking great. Yeah. Um, he, I, I always forget how big he is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I said to uh, my buddy Cooper, when, I think it was Coop, somebody when we were watching it, like at the same time that it looks like they're two different scale action figures. <laughs> like yeah. everything about Okan looks just bigger than, uh, than Tanahashi, but it was good. And again, I think that 
we really need to give this commentary team a lot of props because I think that they, in their depth of knowledge and uh, sports, real sports presentation, they made, uh, you know, certainly made a mountain out of a molehill here and made it um, be um, way more interesting and, and, and kind of had a imaginary stakes. Honestly, yeah. under the circumstances, I don't know what I would have done with either of these guys um, mm. otherwise. So I, I was just fine that they're both on the show. I don't, you know, I don't have a, what would Guido do or what would Blue Beetle do? I uh, yeah. <laughs> for that matter either. But, um, you know, like I, I thought it was fine. Like, I, I mean, I love Tanahashi, but even when we were making our dream cards, it was kind of hard to find something for him to do on the show. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. He's not a guy I put in a, like there's not a dream match left for him in new Japan for me. So it's like for Wrestle right. Kingdom, like having him face a young lion back from excursion is perfect. Uh, that's pretty much yeah. the role I expect him to have from here on out. Especially since, you know, if you go back to Okada, that's obviously, you know, kryptonite for him. Mm-hmm. So I will say if you're booking Okan to be a monster, having him lose isn't the best idea. Yeah. But then again, I don't know, you know, if you have to devalue somebody. I don't think losing to Tanahashi like hurts you too awful bad. So I, I think no. they just kind of book themselves into a corner that either way they pick the lesser of two evils. I think of yeah, of how it went. yeah. You kind of want that feel good, you know, Tanahashi win when you're in the Tokyo Dome. So I get it. I kind of we can talk about this like uh, overarching a little bit more with the next match. Um, well, actually, did you, well, did you have a star rating for this one? Uh, I gave it a three and one fourth. Yeah, it's about. I, I went three. Yeah, I, I would say the, the the you when they say the you know the the other guy in the ring, they're usually referring to the crowd. But I think mm-hmm. the commentators again uh, made this you know uh, made this match. Yeah, they did a good job keeping it like uh, Okan's you know on the rise, and they kind of uh, told the story of Tanahashi. Uh, you know, can he still do it? Uh, even though he's right. clearly not what he was in his prime, which is a good story. Um, right. So, yeah, I, I wanted to talk about the next match because it was, I'm guessing it's one of the ones that you, got, you gave five. Uh, Okada versus Will Ospreay. Um, yeah. Uh, I, here's the thing that surprised me. I was surprised to see all of um, Empire lose all three of their matches. That surprised me yeah. a lot. They... I mean, there's not much more they could do with it than they did, but yeah. in New Year's Dash, uh, Osprey grabbed the mic and started yelling at the commentary team and the crowd um, and asking, do you think we're weak? Do you think mm-hmm. we're losers? And that's when they started to like beat the shit out of all the young lions and the, the New Japan dads. They fought in the match and everything else. Like, okay. Um, so, you know, like I liked that. I like the... Um, I preferred this over the old school four horsemen just denying that they lost for, you know, losing every night and then denying that they lost. Uh, I liked that they acknowledged that they lost and, but they still skirted that it was their fault by trying to like punish a bunch of random people for it. So I I did like that element of story. Um, I thought this match was awesome. I popped hard for the rainmaker. Oh my God. Um, Yeah these are two of my top five that rotate into number one based on what uh, Mr. Omega mm-hmm. is doing generally or Kota Bushi too, like guys that I absolutely positively adore. Um, 
that you know I, I just think are the uh, the best of modern and in, in, in classic wrestling. And I thought it was a great match. Will Ospreay, everything he does looks like a, a, a million bucks. Like mm. every forearm, every kick, it all looks snug. His kind of heel, his condescension and his temper tantrum. Uh, it's just like it, everything about it is great. The, the, he is a Bond villain now. The, the kind of, uh, what is it? The Yorchester Kingpin or the, uh, um, I forget what his name is, but uh, yeah. like, I, it's just such a good character for him. Um, he's just a dick. Like, there's not yeah. like a motivation. Like, he's just not a good, a good person. And he admitted that he, you know, used Okada, and he uh, is now broken because he couldn't beat Okada. And mm-hmm. the same time, Okada needed to pull out a move that he hadn't done almost all year um, to 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 beat Will Ospreay. Yep. And uh, I just thought it was a great match that told a great story long-term and in itself. Yeah. Uh, this was a match where I enjoyed it as much as... Osprey's got so much baggage off-screen that like I can't I ever fully get invested, but this was about as good as it was going to get for me, and I, 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 I also popped hard for the Rainmaker. Uh, in the back of my mind, I'm like, wow, Okada is willing to throw away a year of wrestling <laughs> just to get a big pop for her, his Rainmaker uh once a year uh that is that is the most 40 chess i've ever seen in wrestling uh ever uh but it worked i, I agree i was like out of my seat like i mean if my girlfriend wasn't sleeping in the next room i would have been yeah. out of my seat, seat screaming um seeing yeah. him do that and get the win with it it was a great again the commentators like really kind of keeping mm-hmm. abreast on the stories that must actually be stories you know that people are trying is that uh rocky romero saying that Every time Okada loses that belt, yeah. it kind of breaks him, and, and it's not. It was more subtle this time, where he just decided that his old bag of tricks weren't working anymore. Yep. Even though they really just didn't work one time, like he, he couldn't see the forest for the trees, and he had to reinvent himself. And we saw his the the growing pains of reinventing himself mm-hmm. a lot of times. Like you know, the story was how many times would he have won that he lost if he had hit the rainmaker instead of kept going back to the money clip. Yeah. So, you know, I, I like that a lot. And for whatever reason, uh, Will Osprey pushed him to the point where he needed to hit the rainmaker. So yeah, yeah, I, I really the, enjoyed that. Yeah, just heavy, heavy bombs down the down the way there, like with other, mm-hmm. like yeah. There's a lot of also things in ring Osprey does that like bug me, but mm-hmm. this match had the fewest of them. I think his selling's off a little bit sometimes and. Uh, his vocalizations are annoying sometimes, but this was a situation where that stuff got tampered down and he, you know, delivered a classic. Great. Um, there's a great rope break towards the end too, that he hit, like where it felt like he like somehow just contorted his body and made it like f- levitate to the ropes. It was really good. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. I used to hate Osprey selling, but in this year, like, you know, uh, in these last two years, like he's kind of won me over a little bit. Like, yeah. I think he might be just trying to figure out how to sell it. It's like a more powerful heavyweight. Like, uh, but um, yeah, you know, I, again, I liked it. I did though. This was not one of the five stars. Oh, really? Where'd you go with it? Yeah. This, uh, I, th- this was knocking on five stars door, but uh, okay. I gave it four and three fourths. Okay. That makes sense. I went to yeah. five. Uncle Dave said, 
I, I don't know why I said this last week. I might have dreamt, dreamt I did, but <laughs> Uncle Dave uh, said something that stuck with me. Mm. If you have to think even for a minute, if it was a five star match, yeah. it wasn't a five star match, and that's yeah. kind of like, you know, there were some things that kind of, you know, just doesn't work. And I love Okada, but there's just some stuff that I feel like he reminds me a bit of Bret Hart, where he kind of does uh, just a few things really great. Um, mm. So, uh, for me, the stuff he does is more exciting than other people. Like, I love the drop kick. I love the, but I mean, he's not like, I, I don't know. Like, I used to do his finishing move uh, in the middle of a match. Yeah. You know, it wasn't even like a setup for, you know, like <laughs> right. and Jake Roberts used it as the setup for his finisher. And, you know, Iron Anderson again just used it as like offense. So it's like a weird, I mean, it, I believe it. They've mystified mm. it and protected it to the point, but. You know, it is a weird, it is a weird finish. And um, uh, if you're not like, I, I think it will take a while. The bad part of him not using it mm. is he's going to have to re-educate people's brain that this move will be people that a tombstone pile driver and whatever else you did, you know, right. is, did, you know, so. But I liked it. I, I mean, I, I again, these guys are my favorite. Some of my favorites, so I might be an un, unreliable witness. But all right. Um, but next up okay. was one of my other favorites. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, the uh, the handsome and powerful Kota Ibushi, yeah. and uh, he fought somebody who uh, I I I have to be honest. I, I would think if you were to build, um, I love. Uh, LGI, I, I do. I have mm. probably the most shirts of theirs uh, of any any Jap. But I would say that uh, Naito might be in my bottom three when they were a six hmm. person thing. Maybe the first of you know it probably went Naito, Evil, Bushi. Right. Um, but you know I I love uh, Hiromo and I really like Sonata um, and Shingo has been one of my favorites for years. So uh, you know like. But I do love Big Match Naito, and I love all the story and all the baggage and everything that goes with it. Yeah. Um, and this is his best opponent. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, you know, this is his best opponent. Um, I agree. In, yeah. in their line from when uh, Rocky Romero called him after Madison Square Garden mm. and to ask him if he's okay, and, and Abushi's line was, this was the type of wrestling that I want to do. Yeah, like was 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 really neat and really telling, and, and man, they just like uh, they have like a different gear. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, like they just everything looks rougher, everything looks snugger. Uh, they take each other's stuff perfectly. Uh, you know, they've set the precedent. Um, it's like the old one. Sabu was wrestling with a broken neck for a while, mm -hmm. and you felt like he was going to die every time he get a body slam. Yeah, these guys could have done ten times less, and everybody would have been on the 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 edge of their seat because of how brutal their last bunch of matches were. So um, I really liked this. I, I thought it was great. Yeah, me too. Um, I would say it's a shade of, it's a little bit of disappointment because it was a little safer than their previous matches. And right. I think it very much would have benefited from having a hot crowd screaming I agree. the whole time. Like that was the one, that was like the one thing that took away from every match this uh, show was just like I don't know the crowd the, the clapping just isn't enough noise for these matches it kind of just feels like they're in a little bit of a bubble um, right it's funny because I was watching that TJPW show earlier and I feel like 
wrestling right now feels better in a smaller venue just because in Japanese wrestling, at least because you don't have, right. you know, uh, the, the sound fills out a little bit better compared to a what, like, like 10% filled Tokyo Dome or whatever it was um, just right. echoing. But this was like, they, not, none of that is on the wrestlers. They did everything right. Uh, great match. I love, I love the touch of Ibushi pinning Naito after the match was over. Like he couldn't believe, mm-hmm. you know, that he didn't, yeah, he didn't know. know yeah, that was great. Um, just, yeah, great story of just, in a way, I mean, I'm sure he had Naito's respect as a character, but like just earning it in front of everybody with Naito scooping right. up the titles. And there's just that minute where you're like, is he going to like hit him with the titles or whatever? But he just hands it over like you've, you've won it. You finally did it. Uh, you are good. Yeah. I feel like Naito right now is a little bit like Dusty Rhodes after he finally beat Flair or mm-hmm. uh, maybe Stone Cold after the whole McMahon thing. Like, I feel like he's a little bit in cruising speed. Like, they're yeah. not possible. Like, the bubble of that top four is so tight that there is going to constantly be somebody who is somewhere's best wrestler or three, somebody who's somebody's best wrestler left out of that double main event scheme, you know, like with Jay White and Tani and Okada, Naido and Ibushi. And now you have Osprey coming up, you know, like you, you might have like, you know, uh, the most crowded potential main event, situation in the history of any federation like yeah and that doesn't even count guys like no one thinks anything when ishii gets up and gets to something you know what i mean mm-hmm. or or, or uh, suzuki you know what i mean like those right. like those guys like nobody if those guys won the new japan cup tomorrow nobody would blink an eye no you know yeah. but like you know like it's so crazy but you also have uh, you have those guys in, you know, like now Sonata and now like all these other guys that are coming, coming up, like it's really crowded. So I don't know what, again, uh, what would Gato or, or Blue Beetle do? I don't know what to do with Knight. Yeah. I have no idea. Like, you know, like he's, he's still selling merch like crazy. So maybe you don't have to do as much, but at what point yeah. has he, you know, have you abused him? I guess. I feel like he's we've seen like the overall arc of his story pretty much. So For I feel sure. like you can like he can just move into that Tanahashi realm where he's just in big like grudge yeah. matches where maybe the title's not on the line or maybe you know, every now and then he challenges out of Dominion or something like that. But like I right. don't I don't think he needs to do anything because he's he's won his ultimate goal and he can just kind of wind down from here. It's kind of clear that he's on the back half of his career for sure. Um, right. his, his spot as one of the top guys in the company is definitely the most vulnerable out of everybody they've got right. in their upper tier. So, Yeah, I mean, I feel like over the course of this year, if Ibushi's going to have it for a while, he has to be Okada and or Tanahashi to have the like respectability, I guess, for, you know, you know to have those big title defenses. Yeah. At least one of them. You know, like, and then you keep the other one till Wrestle Kingdom, maybe. Right. Um, you know, like, I feel like they're probably building to, like, a, you know, I don't think he'd retire, but something like if Tanahashi loses, like, he, he won't go for the belt again or something because they have such a long history and, and such kind of that tension as a team. But I want Sonata and Will Ospreay and... Uh, 
uh, Shingo. Those are the guys that I would like to see getting title shots going Same. forward. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, those guys are, are guys I'd want to see getting title shots for like the smaller, you know, the, the Duntakus of the calendar or whatever. Sure. Uh, the power struggles. Mm-hmm. But like, and I think like they they might even do uh, Ishii or no, Ibushi versus Okada at um, Dominion or something like that. Just because throughout the Osprey Okada match, they kept saying like the winner of this is probably one of the guys who's going to be next in line for the title. Uh, oh, just just yeah, so happened that Sonata came out earlier. Uh, than Okada could. Yeah. So, um, and it, you know, I guess anyone who who beat him in the G one uh, that this year is really good. G one is yeah. is probably in line. But I mean, he has good. He's the guy. Uh, if you're not going to put it on Jay White or put it on Okada, who can be a heel if mm-hmm. he's fighting a babyface for the title because he's he's got that championship. Uh, American rapper like gimmick, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I think this is the next best choice because I think Kota Bushi has a good match with everybody. Yeah, yeah, and so, I agree that he's Naito's best opponent for sure. Um, yeah, which I'm glad to see Naito go out with his best opponent if this is like kind of the beginning of the end for him. I, I mean, I would like it if he took a, I mean, uh, what I would do with him is. And you maybe can't do this with Tani because he, you know, isn't getting any younger. But like, uh, if he just took a took a knee for a while, like I, I don't know that that's a viable idea. Or if you take your Stone Cold Steve Austin off TV for this long, but like, uh, you know, when Stone Cold, you know, uh, they did it. But I think you know, it would have helped the rock and Hunter and Foley and all those other guys that were at that thing. If they did, you know, yeah. and, they, and, and the only reason that they happened as well is because he kept getting injured. So, you know, to keep him healthy enough, maybe have him go away for a while, you know, like that's uh, not a bad idea either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, it, it's, it's super armchair booking, but I don't, I don't know. Again, I don't, it's just so crowded at the top, you know, like it is. Yeah. Yeah, should we move on to night two? So, yeah, here we are. All right. Uh, the, the night I was less, it took me a couple days to watch this. Wow. Because I um, just, all my favorites were in the first night, really. Yeah. You know, like, uh, and the ones who weren't had already fought in the first night. Or the ones who were on this that were had already fought in the first night. So. Yeah. I uh, um, Just looking over the card again, I do not blame you at all. Um, right. Yeah, how you're saying? Uh, I was just gonna say we have this crazy king of pro wrestling <laughs> thing that seems like the rules change every week and, and whatever else. And yeah. um, it was fine. I will be honest. I mm-hmm. don't. Did Yano win? I can't even remember who. Won. Yes, he won. Yeah. He, uh, so while uh, Fale and Owens were arguing about who gets to pin Bushi, Yano hit them both with a low blow and then pinned Bushi for the win. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, until further notice, I'm officially renaming this the bathroom break title um, <laughs> because, like, I just don't uh, care. Even more frustrating to me is that Yano, like, is so smooth when he actually does wrestle his, his roll-ups and his transitions and his amateur stuff is so smooth. Um, but not like 
luchery looking, you know, like it looks like he's really grabbing a hold and, and like using momentum and strength to put people where he wants. But, you know, he's just yeah. un- fucking untying the ropes every <laughs> single time. And like, it's just, I don't know. It's like you see him one, you see them all. I um, I like his shtick. I think he's, he's very funny. I think there's the joy at this point is seeing how other wrestlers uh, try to circumvent his and reverse his like cheating ways. Um, but in this kind of like dumb four way thing, that's under eight minutes, you know, it's whatever. Um, it's a weird one. It's another weird one to start the night with because it's, um, just a bunch of bullshit and then a low blow and then Yano gets away again. I think he's the guy that should hold this thing because the idea of it is that a new stipulation based on the champion's desires is like the, the type of match they have. And I feel like Yano's the best character to do that kind of thing. But yeah. New Japan is so, like, we're serious sport kind of presentation. Like, right. it doesn't quite fit with what they normally do. So I don't think, I don't know, I don't think it's ever going to really... It's like the WWE 24-7 title. It's not going to yeah. ever have its, like, full potential unlocked. It's just going to be, like, you know, right. kind of a weird wall or ceiling. Yeah, and it doesn't. it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not good or... I think a lot of my dislike for it, if it was somewhere else, I might buy into it more, but I yeah. don't like, uh, I don't, I, I mean, I love Friday the 13th part six, mm-hmm. but I would be really jilted by it if they showed it in the middle of like an early Bergman <laughs> film festival. Like, yeah, you know, true. like I'm just not, you know, or, or they're two of my favorite Boston bands, Boston based bands of all mm. time. But like, you know, like I, I, I didn't go to the dream theater show to see the Boston's. Right. You know, like it's just like a different a, a different attitude and a different thing. This is the this is the wrestling. This is yeah. what, what I'm here for. You yeah, know? it's a good analogy, um, yeah. I love Yano and PWG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd buy it all day long. I'd I'd laugh and have a good time and you know, but like here I just want you know, to be honest, if you want an, an illustration of what I want, I want uh, Naido and Abushi for six matches like uh with different different people that's my new japan that's yeah. you know the new japan that i you know uh the end up you know that's chono versus muda for me yeah. you know right so it's also very funny that this idea was like cooked up by okada and he has basically fucked off from it for <laughs> my, no. my i've been joking that he just invented a thing to keep yano busy to keep him from challenging for the title right. next time okada is a champion <laughs> right it's not, uh, you know, it's not impossible, but yeah. it, it, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I know it was due a title last year yeah, because he beat uh, Naito in the G1 and, and didn't, didn't get it. So I, I think that they, he's just not even like considered now. It'll be interesting this year because if they're doing new Japan strong and things clear up enough for, to film some in Japan and, mm-hmm. and some in America, or have people go back and forth, you know, that might be something that they might, you know, do for a TV show or something like that. But, um, yeah. you know, like to draw, to get people to watch, you know, if, if he, you know, pins him in the G1 and gets a shot on him on in front of, you know, 10 of his closest friends in America, then, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, it's there, but it's two years in a row. I think he beat people who won and didn't get a title shot. So, yep. He also beat Omega at one point. So that was the, right. the other one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who I believe will uh, will be talking about him shortly. If if I if you think the way I think. Okay. All right. We'll see. We'll if you 
Um, so the next match was uh, disappointing um, because I think Suzuki Gun, this junior team, mm-hmm. um, is great. But A, we both talked about how much we want Desperado to move up and do more. And B, it was just really slapdash. Like, mm-hmm. uh, the, you know, even if you did, you know, Robbie Eagles and Show. Right. You know, because they're both in chaos. There's a reason, you know what I mean? Like, I guess that they're both New Japan gone, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't I don't understand why that team even existed. Um, yeah. I agree. It, it's like, I, I really wanted, um, I really, I wanted Watto and Taguchi to win because I just want Desperado to do better things. But I also understand that you're not building a division around those two guys. Yeah. So I don't know, like... I, I guess status quo is the best we can hope from this both these divisions now because yeah. there's not a lot like I don't know like I don't think that other than show I don't think that there was any junior that wasn't on these shows that's a money match and that and that includes I don't I don't know that Wado's Wado, certainly not so yeah. you know Takuchi and someone else are probably in these two's future as a tag thing Mm-hmm. for quite a while now because um, you know at least until Rapongi Weiss can come back or, or doesn't come back or whatever so yeah yeah or Rocky I, and show yeah uh Rocky and Suguchi would have been you know good too because yeah. they're the trainers uh yeah. I, I did appreciate that Watto has toned down his gimmick a little bit um there's less like neon pink on on dark blue or whatever and his hair is not blue anymore it's kind of a unless it's just a darker blue whatever but like it's yeah less ridiculous looking um he fits the mold a little bit so it's like okay i can take him a little bit more seriously if i see him in a match now which yeah a lot of uh chinese gimmicks on a japanese wrestling show yeah lately yeah you know you have a senji a hoppy vampire running around regardless of what they try to to say that he is he's definitely that yeah uh you have, uh, you know, a Kung Fu master. Uh, so, uh, you know, though Kevin Kelly does sometimes call it karate, which uh, makes it a little more uh, indigenous sense. But holy crap, like, I, I just, I was so, I was into it because I love Kung Fu movies. But yeah. he's just so, he just doesn't look, uh, I hate to, like, I don't know. Like, he just, like. He, he's too young, I think. I think he still has, like, a baby fat face. And that was exactly what I was like going to say. Gonna go in and, right. He doesn't yeah. look like he's going to, not not to sound like, you know, not that my, my red blazer and tennis racket is growing, but he doesn't necessarily look like he's going to gonna kick anybody's ass. And unlike Babyface Will Ospreay, he doesn't, or even Robbie Eagles, he doesn't have anything to compensate for that. Yeah, um, I think he'll find his way, but you're right. It doesn't, this doesn't fit with what they're presenting and what his personality seems to be, um, right. what his look is. So maybe if he got like super ripped, um, it would help. But sometimes he doesn't even look as good as the young lions who are still young lions. Yeah, right. I know. Um, yeah, maybe someone just read a. He just he just missed home and went with the most Asian, most Japanese thing he could think of as a gimmick. I don't know. While he was on yeah, excursion. I don't know. Yeah, I he he sounds. Uh, how can I word this diplomatically? Uh, smells like Yotsi Tatsu to me. 
<laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, that's unfortunate. He's, yeah, I know, talented, but I don't know if he knows what to do character-wise. Um, yeah. So the next match, um, interesting to hear what you think about this one. It was Shingo Takagi versus Jeff Cobb for the never open white title. Uh, I thought this match ruled. It was the first one that really woke me up on this card. Yep. This is the other type of New Japan wrestling I, I want. Yeah. Like this Hoss fight, brawling, tough. This was my first five-star match. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, I loved it. Um, again, I might be a, a, a unfair witness because... Um, is your special lady friend dressed like Batman, or is that just the way that... Uh, might just be the way it, it looked looks. like she had it. She's got it looked a, like she had a yellow utility belt on. Oh no, a yellow <laughs> T-shirt under a black sweater. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I'll let her know. Tell her that you look like a cool Batman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I was just like, is that Batman? Um, but the, uh, you know, like I thought that I I could watch this. You know, I, I hate the fight forever champ, but um, I was very disappointed when it ended, and I liked that Shingo was fighting from under a little bit. Yeah. I like that his selling was very like, uh, you know, Cobb would shake off something he would do and Shingo would just have this big, very dramatic, like, oh shit, this guy's huge kind of expression, even though he's not that much smaller than Cobb. It was, you know, just good selling all around, good storytelling of him trying to fight this guy who is like a fucking giant brick that he has to fight and throw around. Yeah, it's that old thing where you, you know what I mean? Like you talk about like uh, he has all the parts and shit. Now he's going to cheat too. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and he's got the confidence of being in the, whether it's because he has the confidence of being in this new cool faction mm-hmm. or after the G1, he has the cut of Shingo's uh, jib a little more. Um, like either way, it felt like he showed up to beat Shingo and mm-hmm. Shingo was in more danger of losing to the very end than Jeff Cobb was. Definitely. So I, I really appreciated that. Like, that's just something that anywhere else, these guys have their match and probably do the spots, but this little bit of long-term storytelling is what makes this for me, head and tails better than any other wrestling. around. Me too. Yeah. That's what keeps me going. You know, it really rewards you paying attention and, you know, following it Mm -hmm. for years on end. Um, Yeah. I also went five on this one that, you know, it's a match where maybe I would have gone lower if the matches before were better. Uh, you know, if it weren't just like, holy, it was like finding water after drinking sand for two matches. Uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, incredible stuff. I love both of them. I'm really glad to see Cobb like kind of step up a little bit because he's been a guy who I've like respected in a way, but haven't mm-hmm. really been pulled into maybe since Lucha Underground, really. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I've liked him everywhere, but I always felt like, other than he had a great tag team in PWG with with Matt Riddle, that I thought that they complemented each other very right, yes. very well, and had like a uh, a finishing move that consisted of Jeff Cobb basically throwing somebody as high in the air as they can, and Matt Riddle jumping up like an anime and kneeing him in the face. Like I just <laughs> I just always pictured that anime motion yeah. background going like. Uh, big American party, but I, I think that, um, yeah, I, I, I was watching this upstairs, uh, in my ex's part of the house on my laptop so I could hang out with the cat. Mm-hmm. In about two minutes into this, I was like, pause downstairs, <laughs> airplay on the on the big screen because I, I, 
you know, I'm like, I want to watch this and feel this. And like, there's nothing better than me. And I don't think the production is any better than anything else. I think it's just different. And I don't know why we don't see it, but like when Shingo puts one across Jeff Cobb's chest and sweat flies everywhere. Yeah. Like that's a dude that just hit another dude. There's no Mm -hmm. denying you can't, you can't fake impact, you know? Like, so you know, they're, they're sacrificing themselves and they're being safe. You know, like mm-hmm. it wasn't like, I can't remember what we watched not too long ago. Oh, that the, the Walter match where I, I felt like a lot of it wasn't safe, but I, yeah. I felt like this was as good as that match. But, um, uh, I, I didn't, I wasn't too worried that anybody was going to get hurt. Yeah. They definitely, yeah. They protect each other. It wasn't like, it wasn't stiff in the way of like opening up gashes in their chests or whatever from just slapping. It was right. just, you know, uh, hard suplexes and, and clotheslines all throughout, just building up to a, you know, a, a relatively sudden finish. I I agree with you. I was kind of disappointed that it was over, but like, I it ended the right way. Yeah, and it, the the finish uh, looked risky too. Like mm-hmm. it looked like it took a, took a lot of work. So yeah, it looked like uh, you know um, uh, through you know through either getting hit in the head or slammed down that. Um, Shingo's core was, you know, betraying him, but he still got the big man up and over. So I really, I really, I, I liked everything about this match. This is a, this is a perfect wrestling match to me yeah. in its style. In some ways, this was my favorite match of the, the two nights. Uh, yeah. There's only one I like is close. I think again, it's tough for me to, you know, Will Ospreay and Akata I love. Um, yeah. And I really was excited for Naito Abushi, but I, I do think this is maybe my favorite match of the weekend too. Nice. Uh, next match was Sonata defeating Evil uh, with Dick Togo, which you know I, I know I've been leaving off the you know the seconds that come to the ring with most of these matches, but Dick put in just as much work as everybody else in this match. Uh, I got to give credit yeah. where it's due. Sonata broke Dick Togo though because. Now that wrestlers know you can just pull that thing off uh, off your neck and over your head, everybody's gonna have that. <laughs> like. Everybody thought that they just had to stay there and be choked. It's yeah. like the time I saw a live show where uh, they were Rob Van Dam and Sabu were doing a crisscross, mm-hmm. and as opposed to take the uh, uh, the like um, Van Dam was on his back and got to give him like that kind of like laying down monkey flip, and uh, Sabu just ran around. Like I felt <laughs> like he broke. I, I, I felt like he broke physics. <laughs> um, and I'm like, wow, nobody knew you could just take that off. Um, this was a coming out party for Sonata, uh, definitely, which is only in for- unfortunate to that they put a lot of time into evil. And I didn't want evil to win, mind you, I guess. To uh, the only story that's here, and the only reason that this was okay is that I think evil's gonna take the throne of Bullet Club. And I think Jay White is going to do what we said with Naito, and he's going to come back, and it'll be like a whole, a whole thing. But which is right. an awesome story, except I'm just not excited about this iteration of Evil. Yeah, um, but not, I thought this match was good. Yeah, I, I was not coming into this one with high expectations because, uh, no. like, the, all the big Evil matches for the past, like, since his heel turn, have been kind of hit or miss, uh, mostly miss. Right. Uh, but this one was pretty lively. Sonata showed some fire, which I. I he was badly needed from him. Um, he's a good baby face in peril for sure. Yeah. You know? Yep. 
Uh, I liked him countering Dick Togo's like hijinks all throughout the match. Yeah, I agree. And I like that, you know, he hit a big kick and uh, uh, his move before the moonsault too, because it kind of didn't make, I, I don't know why I'm so like, I just feel like it's almost like Roman Reigns all along. Like, they put so much fucking work in, like, <laughs> like if you just haven't stopped losing, you know, like, yeah, it's 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 just irritating to me story wise, you know. But like, I gave this four stars. I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was good. I thought it was a good precursor to the last match because I thought it was a good mixture of Peruju and uh, like a good old Southern feud, and yeah. uh, you know, and, and also every time Evil tried to dirty up Sonata, he out wrestled him which yeah. I thought was a cool little, you know, something different. They didn't just end up brawling out on the floor, or, you know, yeah. doing slap fights or whatever. So I thought that was cool. Um, uh, uh, we had our, our second Hiromo sighting of the weekend, and he fought yes. uh, to Tajiri Ishimura, which I've been a fan of for years, and I also think that right now, this is Hiromo's best opponent. This is the the one he matches up the best against. Uh, yeah, with uh, real really or Dragon Lee not being in the country right now, Taiji's it yeah. for sure. Their 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 match at the baseball stadium mm. is is an I think going to be uh, on a lot of people's top ten lists or whatever. I don't know if it would break my top five, but it, I feel like it's an underrated match and they they have really good chemistry and. Um, it told a very interesting story that you normally wouldn't get anywhere else where the heel technically had a valid argument. He's like, I'm the fucking champ. Why am I sitting back here getting dressed while this guy's music's playing in the, in the main event? Oh, you know, like it, you know, so it was an interesting story. I felt like whether it was 2021 or they had planned this all along and they, you know, they're trying to wash the taste of 2020 out of our mouth and give us, you know, some happiness, like, you know, Horomo's obviously their guy, you yeah. know, he, he's, uh, he's in a holding pattern in another time in another federation where this wasn't. So, I mean, we forgot, we didn't even talk about evil. If yeah. evil wins the new Japan cup, like I, I I'm not going to be psyched about it, but it's not going to be like, like Yoshihashi won it. <laughs> yeah. You know, like what Tanaguchi won it all of a sudden, like, you know, like, so, uh, I, I I think that, you know, anywhere else they would have moved her remote up by now, you know, yeah. like, cause he's, he's definitely like a main event guy, but this, you know, he's the only thing holding this division together. And I, and I thought he had two great, two awesome matches over the course of uh, the night with two very different opponents. So very true. Yeah. Um, I was less hot on the first, on his first one, but yeah, he does work relatively well with, he keeps he definitely keeps the crowd interested no matter where he's at, whenever who he's with. Right. And I like this one. I like that this one was based around at least Taiji has not looked better than that like uh exchange where he was just forearming him and like basically killing Kurong over and over again. Like that was right. That was something that was harder hitting than a lot of the stuff in Shingo and Cobb. Um you know, yeah, especially looked, coming from looked, juniors. It it remind it was very abushi ish of the fact mm -hmm. that uh, you know, Hiromo Hiromu keeps on coming. Yeah. You know, I really, I, I'm a mock for that sort of stuff. You know, like I love, you know, taking a lick and, and keep on ticking. And, and I yeah. thought that 
you know, it was cool. And the fact that, you know, Ishimori went after, you know, his whole arm and not just that hand and like was definitely taking him apart piece by piece. I thought that that was awesome. Yeah. And the exposed turnbuckle coming into play a bunch of times um, to really, mm-hmm. you know, amp up the, the drama every time someone hit that. It was, yeah. Uh, I'm glad they got a ton of time and were kind of the sub main event for the night. Uh, yep. Yeah, definitely. Not quite a five, but I would go four and a half on this one. Mm-hmm. Whatever's going to happen, I would be very surprised if they do two nights in a row and they're going to have to either really rehab or build somebody for 12 months now or 11 months yeah. or uh, they pull somebody else in Yeah, for him to, to fight. You know what I mean? Like everyone is kind of fantasy booking after the main event, you know, of what Kenny Omega may or may not be able to do with New Japan, but he could mm-hmm. very well go after her almost. Yeah, you know, for a match we never saw before, you know. Yeah, that'd be fun. So, but right. I don't, I don't think so. But I mean, they, I can't think of a single person that's main event worthy with him unless they do more with with what's going on here. But it seems like Ishimori's already back in the Phantasmo tag team. So. Yep. Yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do because they don't. They really don't have anybody. It's a credible challenger for him. And he's, nope. he's like the second most over guy in the company. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I don't even know, like this division I, doesn't have a Tanahashi either. Now that like guys left, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so I don't know. I, I, I would guess Dragon Lee, but I, I can't, I can't even imagine, but there's gotta be somebody. There's no one on that. Like, on another roster that I can think of that you could show up at on the screen at Dominion. You know what I mean? That's a, right. a junior. So it's, uh, it's, it'll be really interesting. Yeah. I don't know who they're going to build up, but I hope it's somebody or they're just going to keep throwing Ishimori at him until they can import some guys. Uh, I mean, we have a lot of faith in the fact that with the way this guy works and is, he's going to be up and about in 11 months, but mm-hmm. You know, like whatever they have planned, I guess they could pivot. But that's the other thing; they don't have another baby face that matters as much. You know, again, yeah. show would need a lot of work, right? You know, to to be not in the ring credible, but to make anybody think that he should co-main in that Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. So. All right. I have no idea. Uh, maybe Lawler. How big's Lawler? In- I have I have no idea. I, everybody's Lawler, scaling right? just and gets thrown over depending on how right. you know what company they're in. Right, it's true. I mean, Dickerson's too big, but he he's affiliated now, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I guess you also have if things open up. We talked about this on the the last show or the show before. I guess um, um, again, like ACH or Leo Rush or any of those guys, I don't see be in a main event so yeah i don't see them we'll as a main see. event but Good i would matches. see them i would see them as like a sub main event on like one of the lesser shows you know yeah yeah i wouldn't yeah. i wouldn't think it would be bad for you know keep a remote busy because that's the other thing he's got to fight somebody in between now and then yeah. you know and uh, again like i said it looks like ishimori already is if you watched um for for anybody who watched um 
New Year's Dash, Ishimori already, uh, he was part of an eight-man uh, against um, Dangerous Techers and the junior tag champs, and um, they did the take the, you know, grab the belt thing and, and everything mm. else after they won. So, they're, you know, they're, that's what they're doing now. So. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. See where they go. Uh, do you want to talk about the main event? Uh, the very handsome, uh, talented, and movie star like Kota Ibushi versus the equally talented in a different way, uh, Jay, Jay White. And uh, mm-hmm. these guys made a, uh, a pretty incredible wrestling match uh, yeah. and told an incredible story. And um, again, high five to Kevin Kelly, you know, Rocky Romero, and Chris Chowton because um, I knew the result of this for a week but they made me cry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, incredible match all the way through. But when uh, Chris Chowton and um, Kelly were talking about, you know, I, I hadn't forgot about it, but just like, it's such a weird tangential thing that in 2019, Kota Ibushi was chasing God in 2020. He was trying to defeat God in 2021. He is God. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so that like kind of like really scripture, like uh, kind of like almost like, uh, uh, you know, uh, mythology, mythological like story was just so incredible and in how happy he legitimately was mm-hmm. and how great the match was in how Jay White meticulously took all of his tools yeah. away you know, like, and he couldn't, like, he had to kind of learn new tricks and everything. It was just such a great story. Jay White, uh, a big risk, right? Because this mm-hmm. was Jay White's story, too. And only one of them could could win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, to, you know, they definitely Kylo ren uh, Jay White in the sense where, you know, like, he, he wasn't the, it wasn't his time, you know, but the build was all there and, and and, you know, he had Kota Ibushi's number and it was all just, just. Yes. Yeah. It was, it, it was everything I love about pro wrestling. Yeah. Just the, I mean, if you had told me that Ibushi and J-Way had a 48 minute match, like on January 3rd, I would have been like, okay. But then this was, this is well put together. Like great. Like Ibushi being fighting from under and just like lasting for the first, like, 25 or so minutes yeah. until he started hitting some offense, but then being very back and forth, Jay White cheating all over the place. Like, I think this is like, this is the best version of like the Jay White match. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad that like in his post conference, he seemed to be like getting tearful and like be like, you know, he was threatening to quit and whatever. And we'll see where that goes. Right. Um, but I hope that it's like a nice reboot for him because I don't think he can top what this match was. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Yeah. And I think that, and by the way, it's funny you say that about being skeptical of how long the match is because yeah. I thought one of two things happened. I thought mm-hmm. Gato pushed Kota Ibushi maybe off the top rope to the floor and they did five minutes of like, you know, or 15 minutes of doctors and trying to like take them <laughs> right. away and stuff like that. Um, or I, I was like saying to somebody else, like, does Gato ether somebody? Like, how do we, <laughs> like, how do we get like, you know, a third heat segment out of this thing to make it be, you know, but it, they, they were great. They did it. 
they told a story in the ring that like uh, I'm sure we both think about wrestling a lot and think about what comes into a good match, but I wouldn't have ever conceptualized this match. It was very different than anything I've ever seen before, but much like still had a great element of, uh, I guess, Southern style championship match. We'll say there was some legit, legit hit heat there, you know, yeah. again. Uh, and I gave this five stars, but again, this would have been nuclear hot in front of a full Tokyo. Yeah. That's the one thing I, it didn't hurt me as much as it did for the previous uh, night's main event for me, but like, yeah, it would have really helped to have like the crowd just cheering Ibushi on as Jay White's just de- demolishing his, his midsection whatever um, yeah. in his leg. I hope my only fear, and I've been thinking about this uh, to an embarrassing point is that I hope, Abushi isn't Drew McIntyre. I, yeah. I hope we're not going to get full buildings, and and then he catches a rainmaker and and loses these belts or whatever. Because uh, he's not a New Japan guy, and those those sort of title runs don't normally. Yeah, I also shake out. And then, go ahead. No, I'm going to say them. I think you were probably going to say this uh, as well eventually. Anyway, that. We also have a main event coming with two not New Japan guys, which yeah is a weirdy too. Yeah, so. right. So not a challenge again. Uh, I was what I was gonna say, which kind of goes along with your point, is that the first uh, IWGP Heavyweight like title reign for any guy is rarely very long. Like no, Evil um, the only defended once against Hiromu. I think Jay White may have lost it back immediately to Okada after he won it the first time. Like. Yeah, so I, I am, in between. Yeah, I'm like, I'm worried about how long Ibushi's going to hold it, but I feel like with the build they had, I right. can't imagine that they're going to make him drop it immediately. But it might be shorter than mm-hmm. you know you might hope, considering how long he's yeah, been I like mean, a highlight. He has to defend the title against Tanahashi, I think, to finish that story fully. Yeah, but definitely, who knows? Who who would have thought would this he was even going to be on the show after he lost that belt? Right. I li- did we talk about that? I literally huh. slid off my chair and was on my knees, like looking at the TV with my mouth open when he, like, got, uh, like, lost that, uh, lost the the briefcase. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Well, like in retrospect, I think it's fucking cool that it happened. But at that time, I was like, I don't know. I, I get, I get to. I never show my girlfriends or any of my not wrestling friends New Japan. Yeah. Because I really get in the same way that people who like real sports mm-hmm. get about the Red Sox or um, and my ex, you know, would travel around with me and my buddy Tiny all over the East Coast to see Ring of Honor shows and stuff like that. Like, but New Japan, like, I just can't because I like, like how somebody, especially, you know, I'm dating somebody new. How are they going to react to me, like getting on the floor with <laughs> my hands on my head, looking at it, probably welling up with tears because somebody took a fucking briefcase from somebody else, like not even like a title, like yeah, like I, I was like, you know, in my head I'm thinking like, how do I? Exp-? But it's never happened before. Yeah, like <laughs> like like, and and what are they going to do? Like, and also this is kind of like the only way I was thinking I could describe it is imagine that the cowboy hero is riding off to save the 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 you know his sidekick yeah and his horse falls down 
and then some other hero just rides right past it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like I, I, I spend 90 minutes watching this hero. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what's going to happen? Like I would, but I was literally like, uh, like I slid, I was like, yeah. I don't like, I was like, Oh my God. And then I cried like a small, ch- I held it together with this match until yeah. <laughs> the American commentary team stood up and gave him a standing ovation. And he was saying, thank you. Thank you. Like I was crying, crying everywhere. Like yeah, over, yeah. over, predetermined fake sport yeah, no no i got choked up for nights of handing the belts over the night before so i did too i, I get it yeah um because yeah, that's a that's a real patching of the torch because again if mm-hmm. you really think of it like we talked about like him winning those titles even in losing them and winning them back everything that he was bitching about before is now not bad yeah you know what i mean like so that story's over. So now they're going to have to, I, I don't know. And I don't know that Naito has four years of story left to tell in that sense. But yeah. I don't knows. think he does really. Um, unless I, I, he, he has no unfinished business really. So nope. I think it's just, you know, the runway's clear for Ibushi and uh, whoever else is at the top. If Jay White stays around, uh, right. you know, to really pick up the ball and go. I mean, Okada's the guy, right? Like, he doesn't yeah. do anything that's going to, like, you know, if he breaks his leg, it's going to be a super freak thing. Like, he's going to, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't do anything that's going to hurt him. He's, like, he is younger than Tanahashi when Tanahashi started getting that legendary Undertaker-like, you know, like, mm-hmm. phenom thing, you know? And he's already he's already out-accomplished on him. Right. You know, like, uh... But then again, I, I couldn't even believe it, but I remember all of it. Abushi out accomplished, like he's got the grand slam. Yeah. And he's got all the junior stuff. Yeah. You know, like when they started listing them off after the match, I was like, holy shit, he's done a lot. Like I didn't I, I probably knew it like subconsciously, but having it listed out for me verbally, just like Right, same, same. Yeah. Yeah. Was incredible. So uh we can't call these the best shows of the year. Uh, because no, it, you know, we're not even, we're just crouch uh, encroaching on double digits, but um, I do, I am comfortable saying that this will probably be one of the best shows of the year. You know, I'm committed to watching for the show Peter Pan this year, and I'm committed mm-hmm. to watching uh, certainly more stardom. Okay. But for my to love of wrestling, um, you know, I think that the five star matches here are pretty safe at the top of the thing until we get to the G one again. Like, yeah, when New Japan hits for me, it's hard for anything to to dip throughout it. Yeah, I think we each maybe went different ways on some of the matches, but like the the top, our top three for these two nights for each of us is probably going to be within our top ten by mid year. I'm guessing. Yeah, without, without a doubt. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I, I mean, granted, it's not their fault. Like just one thing didn't like shake out as good, even though it was probably written good. And then this year's was kind of a weird instance, but I'm always super excited about uh, the new Japan cup too. And I hope yeah. some of the guys that they promised, like, you know, Cabana and a bunch of other guys that weren't able to come back, that they are able to come back. I'm really hoping that too. I'm hoping the field opens up and if, if people can travel safely by then, um, mm-hmm. open it up and give us a real new Japan cup for, to make up for last year. Yeah. I agree. Now, could they have written this better for speculation than Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega being the two top guys in real life? 
Yeah, in, I know. In, you know, in you know the WWF is their own island, but in being in pro wrestling as a mm-hmm. whole, like they couldn't have wrote that any better, right? Like, no, they couldn't have timed it better with yeah, Ibushi holding the top two New Japan titles, Kenny having the top uh, AEW title and AAA title. Just uh, it feels like it should happen, and if it doesn't. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna be surprised, but I will be kind of disappointed on some yeah. level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, New Japan just doesn't like. Uh, New Japan is, you know, a very loyal boyfriend. They mm-hmm. pick, you know, they they they're shacking up with Ring of Honor, and it would it almost would take Ring of Honor to make a move before yeah. New Japan would. I feel. Yeah, Ring of Honor would have to like fold or something like that before they really got with AEW. Yeah, which is or even if they played nice with Kenny or yeah, you know whoever else, you know, like so we'll see. But um, man, I love how pro wrestling's got me guessing for the first time in a long, long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this one has got me excited for what could happen for the rest of the year, um, mm-hmm. which is not uh, not something I could have said for a lot of 20, uh, 2020 New Japan. So, yeah. Do you think that uh, Moxley Kenta is the main event for the first American New Japan Strong show? Yeah, I think so. And do they do it in front of people? Uh, that second one, I'm <laughs> at this rate, no. Um, yeah. I, I can't see that happening unless it's a very small audience, or they do the AW thing where it's like the wrestlers are the audience. Yeah, but certainly like, not on the left coast. Like, that. yeah, definitely not there. But We'll see. I do think that, like, whatever they announce for that TV show, I think Moxley... Actually, I don't know. Maybe Moxley can't do TV because of his AEW status. It seems um, like it would be tough to be Tony Khan right now. Yeah. And say that this guy can play in all the sandboxes and this guy can't play in this one Yeah. sandbox, you know? Like, right. Oh, you're right. Yeah, because Kenny's right. Yeah, you're right. And he's making people watch Impact, which I would have thought was... Uh, Herculean task before. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I didn't. Uh, I didn't put A and B together. You're right. Yeah. That yeah. Probably makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I can imagine. You know, maybe even just as like a, you know, a, a just a, a gesture. Yeah. To, you know. Then again, who fucking knows? Like, yeah. who knows what they won't do or can't do? Like, yeah. you know, so far they've worked with federations that are not that they're bigger than. So yeah. who knows? Who who has any idea? But. Yeah. Yeah, I, so. I hope that uh, that critters aren't uh, running underneath you. No, actually, I um, I have a chair. I'm, I do have a standing desk for sometimes, like you know, yeah. right now. And like uh, while I was talking, like I kind of absentmindedly put my foot on my office chair, uh, but nice. my cat was on there already. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell?" And then he just jumped off and brushed against my leg again. So yeah, in a way, a critter is running around behind me. Yeah. Um, I was just watching the Critters movies and saw yeah. a scene where a guy was on the phone yeah. and could easily look down but <laughs> didn't notice these like rolling porcupines making a weird noise go by. It's like, so, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I have uh, I, I've put all of my no free time claims in question. Right. <laughs> and, uh, I did I did remember to go buy the new, even though I don't have that type of TV, the new 4K versions of Rambo, thanks to New Japan while they were on sale. So I appreciate them for that. Nice. Um, tell me how the fifth one is. <laughs> yeah, uh, I saw it already. Oh, yeah. It's not. It's not very good. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, I like Rambo Four a lot, so I was I disappointed to hear the fifth one wasn't 
up snuff. Uh, well, yes, like, that has been. Rainbow Four was like the Vinegar Syndrome, like style uh, race, and this one was like, I don't know, the Doc Rambo Returns. Uh, I wish I, I heard that the extended cut or whatever is better, but I don't know. No, I haven't seen. I don't know that I've seen that, but I, I, yeah. I don't have. I, I bought one and two because those are the ones I adore. But, yeah. Um, for different reasons. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, they, yeah. I, I'm uh, excited about wrestling and excited to be doing a show with you, my friend. Billy, Same. This, this time, it's always a highlight to do uh, do the show this uh, with you and at our new uh, recording time. It feels good. Um, yeah. Yeah. So let's keep it going next week uh this yep. has been the wrestle down i'm jared Lopple. you can find me on twitter.com swing dingling and on wednesdays on uh shushy uh on the the, the film simps uh for shushy lives on twitch um 6 p.m every wednesday and mars nice uh, i'm dynamo mars uh you can uh follow me and uh all facebook uh off social media as uh, Dynamo Mars, and um, uh, if you're a Star Wars fan, uh, look up uh, my very raunchous, obscene. If you like Star Wars, but also like uh, bad bodily function jokes and bad <laughs> jokes, uh, you will like our Star Wars podcast, The Force and Sensitive. Uh, so track that down on all uh, social media. It's um, I don't know. One guy rates every Star Wars thing likes like not even like a, a thing. You know, like when he really likes it, it's in terms of how aroused uh he is over it uh so i'm just like all right well you know hell yeah <laughs> yeah like I, I i i working with those guys i feel like a like an ecw wrestler that walked into ccw sometime and being like i thought i was bad so, <laughs> yeah but yeah check out the force insensitive i think you guys will dig it and uh thanks so much all right thanks for listening up to the wrestle down have a good week bye now